You are listening to the Spirit and Truth Podcast. Welcome to the Spirit and Truth Podcast, episode number two. We made it to the second episode, Mm -hmm. which is key if you want to get to episode three. Mm -hmm. That's That's what I've heard. How many days did they say it takes to form a habit? 21. Oh, I thought it was 30. Maybe it's 30. Maybe if we get to 30 podcasts, this is a a new habit. Maybe. Maybe. We'll give it a try. (laughs) Today we are talking about community. And at the end of the last episode... We were talking about how being in the context of family and having connected relationships is the foundation of everything else in life. Exactly. So we start off in life as infants in this, you know, in, in a perfect world in this environment where our parents are raising us to um, to be dependent upon them. You know, there's so much that can go wrong as a baby. We have five kids, if you, if you missed that. And, and kids do crazy things. And so it's, it's extremely important that the parents uh, are around watching, guiding them. The child is dependent upon your parents, upon the parents. However, the parent's job and their role is to get that child to a place of, of independence. So one day when they leave the nest, um, if you're a bird, or or leave the house if you're if you're not a bird, uh, you get to a place of independence. So you can make decisions on your own. So you so you so you don't need your parents with you everywhere. You know, making sure you don't fall and, and things like that. And that's good. At the same time, I think what happens is we we get out in the world. And we almost believe this lie that that wasn't necessarily told by our parents, but that we have to do it on our own. That in order to be successful in life, that means doing it on your own. And 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 so when things aren't lining up in our life, um, and, and it's not going the way that we that we had hoped, we feel like we've failed because, yeah, we're we're not seeing the fruit that we thought we were we were going after. And I think. What we're facing in our in our culture, we have a, a cultural mindset, especially American, American cultural mindset, which says independence is is the highest value, which means if you're going to succeed, you have to be the person that climbs to the top of the ladder. You're and you're gonna fight your your whole way up to step on anyone you need to step on to get to that highest place. And what do we call that? The self-made man, the person who can fight through all the rest of it to get to the top. So we we are already facing a cultural mindset of independence is you're the king if you can be independent and if you can succeed completely on your own. But there's another level that we can get to that will actually allow our hearts to come more alive, and that's interdependence. And to be interdependent means you actually risk being vulnerable it's, it's risking, it's opening up your heart to um, allow other people to come in, to allow relationships, authentic relationships in a way that, that other people are drawn into who you are and you are in the same way pouring back out into other people. So Fred, what have you seen in your life? What kinds of demonstrations have you seen in the way those relationships have worked for you? Yeah, I remember one of the first times being a songwriter um, right out of college, I was I was writing songs 
for the band that we were in. And they're probably some of the worst songs I've ever written. First attempt at doing it. And I'm thinking, man, I'm the, I'm the lead singer. I've got to write these songs. You should go back, find a Bliss CD. Oh. That's gold right there. I can't believe you said that. It's terrible. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I'm writing these songs. And, and some of them people actually liked and, and, and whatnot. But I went to, I'll, I'll just backtrack. Andrea actually surprised me with uh, some plane tickets to go to a songwriting conference that was being put on by Matt Redman called Face Down. And he recorded the album Face Down at this conference. And it was a small group of two, 300 people. Super fortunate to go and actually came through a friend of ours, Corbin. What's up, Corbin? And loved it. And it was the first time that creatively I was encouraged to collaborate. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much the thing that I took away from it. Matt and, and Chris Tomlin, and they shared their hearts and, and their journey of, of creativity and, and the ways in which they saw their craft grow. And that was by opening up what, what as, you know, creatives hold so precious, their, their, their baby, their baby, their work, whatever it is. If you're, if you're not a songwriter, it's, it's, it, it could be anything, but opening that thing up that's so precious to them allowed them to achieve something so much greater than they were ever able to do on their own. Mm-hmm. I remember at that point, everything changed for me creatively. And, and luckily, the environment I was in allowed me to experience some of that. Got to do, got to go to Nashville over and over and over and co-write with some of the best songwriters in the world and got to learn from some incredible people. But I'm not sure if I, if my eyes wouldn't have been open to the value of that if I would have got out as much as I ended up getting out of it. And now it's, it's the only thing I really want to do. I enjoy getting a few ideas by myself, but overall, when it comes to finishing a song, I, I want more eyes on it. I want more, more ideas because I want that thing to be the best it can be. Um, so yeah, that's... And I think even talking about the creative process, we, we care a lot about creativity and and pouring into creatives because being a creative can be very lonely. People who, there, there's a, a natural tendency in a lot of creative people to pull away and to, it, it's vulnerable to open up yourself, to um, share your most, you, you know, your weakest moments or your mm-hmm. most vulnerable moments. But in doing so, it, there's strength that comes in opening your heart in that way. And I think Fred has something to say yeah. about that thing. Well, that that's community. That mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be just that a creative process. It's it's every process. It's opening mm-hmm. up what is yours and making it collective. someone else's as well. Collective, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's getting to the point that you recognize what I have is not just for me. What I have is to give away, not so that someone can see how great I am, but because I have something to offer. And by me bringing my strength to the table, I'm, I am bringing that strength to make you stronger. And so our, our creative process looks like finding other people who need our strength and making them feel safe, making their heart feel safe enough to open themselves up and present their baby, whatever their baby might be, whether it's creativity or a dream they have on their heart, whatever it is. And for us to come around that, to strengthen it, to encourage it and to nurture it in such a way that that person is better as a result of that. So it's, 
it, the interdependence is recognizing that I need you and you need me. And my goal is not for my benefit alone. My, my goal is for us together to be strengthened so that we are all in this together. And then when you start doing that, it's not just about individuals. It's about what we are creating together. What are we pointing toward together? Because when you get a lot of people who feel safe in an environment, in, in much to what we experienced when we had you know, 20, 30 people that we considered our closest friends and family, we felt unstoppable because there was such connectedness and we were so for each other. We felt like we could do anything right now. There really was a feeling of we could, we could try anything right now. I bet we could accomplish almost anything right now. We could go you know, take on some crisis in the world and we could make a difference in that because it wasn't just about us individually. But there is this part of like each one of us in this has a dream and has a part of this. We have a part of this picture when we share it together and we point it towards something. That's when true life starts to happen. So what, what's been some of your experiences through that process, Fred? I just thinking that so much of a process like that, where I've seen us benefit from is successes and failures. And so much of what, you know, the, we, we live in a world where social media is, is such an incredible tool. At the same time, it does often paint a picture that we all have these perfect worlds. And, and I know this is a subject that has been talked about a lot. However, or perfect coffee cups, at least. I do try to have a perfect coffee cup. <laughs> Along with a nice, neat little pastry or, or bagel. I need more of that. Or, or a piece of bacon. Let's be real here. We need the piece of bacon. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sure I posted pictures of bacon sometime. I know I have. <laughs> but we have these. And so, however, when you open up your creative process, your life, your business, your idea... What comes with that are a ton of not great ideas and a ton of imperfections. Mm -hmm. And there is a resistance to that. It's why we sometimes never approach it to begin with. But if you do end up opening up your idea, your process, whatever that is, you get to that place of vulnerability and there's bad ideas or even mistakes, whatever that, that is. If you can get to the other side of those things, is where you find growth. And, it, and it's that process of growth that is stretching, that is hard, that is, it, it's what makes you better. It is what makes you come out stronger, more creative, more successful, more valued. Mm -hmm. and, it, and there's really, you cannot go around it. I think you cannot go mm -hmm. around it. You can't post enough selfies mm -mm. with in the perfect light to achieve the the sense of satisfaction that you can when you do it the way that I th that we feel like that we were created to be is that togetherness. Yeah, it is. It's it's just everything else flows from that place. Every gift, every dream, every desire and our heart and our goal is that that overflow is pointed toward our creator. Everything that we are doing, the context in which we are doing it in this life is meant to point to him. So as we are 
loving interacting with one another and creating a safe place for all of us to to find meaning in this life. Our goal is to point toward Jesus. And that is the goal, the point of everything, because he is he is the goal in mind. He is who we will worship forever. So our our worship is the way we live every day in the context of these relationships that allows the meaning to be there. And I think that the the creative process, let's let's not we don't want to limit that to what is traditionally considered a, a, as creativity. You know, it's um it doesn't have to be music or art or dance or these what we would classify as as creative outlets. It could be your business, it could be your relationships, it could be whatever it is. But I think hindrances to those things are when we are insecure and we don't want to open ourselves up because we're scared that when we open up our heart that we will be rejected. And so recognizing before you can take a step into you know, opening up your entire world, you know, ask yourself, am I, am I scared? Am I scared to open up? Okay. Yes, I do feel scared of that. Why am I, why am I scared of that right now? And try and identify, have there been experiences in my life that have made me question whether it's worth it to invest in these relationships? Do I have a place of insecurity in my heart that's preventing me from engaging in authentic relationships in a way that's going to bring me and other people around me life? Because the goal is always going to be the fullness of life. The goal is always going to be more of bring more of who you are to the table and be receiving of those people around you. So first identify, okay, do you, do you want that? If you do want it, ask yourself, What's preventing it? Okay, well, I, I can't, if you can't think of something, you can't think of, of a reason why it might be difficult, then take the first step. Just find someone else that you relate to well. It doesn't have to be someone that's, that you don't know. It could be someone that you've known your whole life, but you've never really invested in something together. So take that first step, whatever that might be, and get two or three, you know, two or three, where two or three are gathered, right? So just get two or three people and just start being intentional together. Just say, hey, let's, um, let's do dinner every Thursday night together, and then we'll just pray together and worship and see what the Lord is doing, or um, play ping pong, or <laughs> whatever it is. Something regular and intentional that you're you're framing your life around so that you're making a, a constant effort towards something in your life. Yeah, I think up. intentionality is is exactly what it is because we've had seasons in our life where we've had a, a lot of friends, a lot of activity in our life, but without the intentionality. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that, on the other side of those days and those nights when we we talk about what's, what's missing in our life. That was it. Mm-hmm. We had plenty of activity, but it wasn't producing much of anything. It wasn't producing the life that we felt like we really needed. And so, yeah, I think that's kind of key in all of this is it doesn't have to be a form either. You know, Andrea mentioned, you know, pray together. Sometimes that scares us so much because we think we're going to scare people away. Mm-hmm. Um, because we want it to be organic, we want it to be natural, but there's nothing churchy about being 
intentional. It doesn't have to be, you know, Andrea and I always say, we love hanging out with people, but the moment we're at, you know, we've been at churches and, and there's like small groups with, with a little a bowl of nuts in the, the middle of the table. The nuts and mints around in the middle of the table. That's <laughs> just like, it feels like the opposite of what we really want to do because we would just rather hang out in our backyard and... Have a fire pit. Have, yeah. And not that we're, we're not against church events. It's just the idea, kind of what we grew up with, felt so forced. Just formal. It was you. It was one day a week. You know, you didn't really get to know those people outside of that setting. Some people do. And I think it's amazing when you do. You can meet people in that in those contexts. But it's to whatever degree you are willing to open up your heart. You can meet someone at a Bible study in a small group once a week and you have the mints and the nuts in the middle of the table. I, I love mints and nuts. I'm not going to say. <laughs> We're not knocking like on the mints and nuts, but it's you can you can be in that environment and choose to open up and invest your life with those people and then take it further from there. It's just that sometimes we we don't um we don't allow ourselves the the space to invest beyond that point. We think, okay, well, I do. I did my small group one hour this week. We, yeah, and we wonder why we're not feeling valued and known right, and loved. Right. And so exactly, there's nothing wrong with those weekly Bible studies. It's just if that's if you're expecting that to meet the need of fulfillment, of feeling known. It's going to be very difficult. It is possible, but mm-hmm. it's going to be very difficult and usually leave you feeling dissatisfied. Right. So it's, it is about just being intentional, creating the space for that in your life and opening up and starting someplace. And it could be scary, but you just starting someplace. Yeah. And so that's our challenge, I guess, to you guys, especially if that's you looking, if you're feeling unsatisfied, you're feeling like, man, I've, I've done that before. And I got hurt or I've, I've done that before and I feel it just doesn't work. And, and, and maybe you're even seeing right now, there isn't another person I can reach out to that, that I haven't already reached out to. Reach out to us if you don't feel like you have anyone. Email us. I'd love to email. I love emails. I know not everybody does, but I love answering emails. <laughs> you can email us at hello at spiritandtruthofficial.com. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, we'd love to hear your stories and, and just do it. Just get out there, put yourself out there. And we're doing this tonight. We're, we're in a new place, a new environment. And we've been here in Sacramento, California, about a year now. And it, it hasn't been as natural or as easy as it was when we were doing that community in Valparaiso, Indiana, that just seemed to happen overnight. It was all of a sudden we had 20 or 30 new friends that were coming every Sunday night. We did pay them. Yeah, just, I mean, like a dollar every time they came, maybe. Maybe. No, we didn't. Maybe we should (laughs) have. No, but anyway, it hasn't happened as naturally here. So we've had to be really intentional of of continuing to pursue it, continuing to press in. And for us, it's just looked like inviting individual people and families over. Probably, I'd say at least 50 50 to 60 different people, but it hasn't been something consistent. It's just been... One or two times we'll have someone over, but we're starting to develop some consistency and wanting to do something consistent. So we're starting now and, you know, join us on this journey because it's new for us in this season of our life. Yeah. And we'll be sharing uh, how that's going and, and some of the things, the ways that we're approaching this, that, that may be helpful to you. And we'll talk about those in the next few episodes. Sound good. Sounds good to me. Yeah. 
All right, thank you guys so much. Please feel free to share this podcast with your family and friends. And as always, next time. Next time. Thanks for listening to the Spirit and Truth Podcast. For more information, head over to spiritandtruthofficial.com.